In a food system that lends itself to large-scale producers, retailers, and corporations, being a small-scale farmer isn't easy. For Black farmers, there are even more barriers to making a living growing food. Omawale Adewale is a farmer and co-owner of Liberation Farm in Delaware County. The 340-acre farm opened in 2021 and is entirely vegan, producing 100% organic food. What kind of guides us is um, Black food and land sovereignty. So just being able to control, you know, um, the food that's coming into the community. Uh, oftentimes, you know, we'll go out and, you know, maybe want to get okra, you know, and so okra might not be, you know, growing in all the different, you know, spaces, but there might be a lot of some, you know, other particular produce, right? So just having more variety, being, you know, feeling like I want to get sea moss, you know, um, so I want to have that relationship, you know, with um, Jamaican farmers, but also it, it, such a connection, you know, just, you know, uh, decades of Jamaican farmers living near, you know, Black American farmers, um, of Black Americans, you're going to find that, you know, they, that's going to rub off on us. That's going to educate our, you know, our community. So that, you know, our neighborhood is going to need those particular cultural foods mm-hmm. that, that we value. And so that what's kind of, you know, kind of guides us in, you know, in our direction. So this is just a, having that understanding we also we do black veg fest and we've been doing that uh since 2018 and that's just basically trying to take it into our own hands uh be accountable how do we actually you know get information quality food information you know to our community help them make you know um you know great decisions you know in different options so we approach um, veganism we approach it from a way of giving the information uh, not necessarily, you know, pushing in, but suggesting that more fruits and vegetables, you know, over uh, animal produce. Though they've become a pillar in feeding their community, the past couple years haven't been easy for Liberation Farm. Adewale and his wife Nadia Muib applied for a farm service agency microloan of $50,000 at the Cortland County Office of the United States Department of Agriculture, also known as the USDA. The microloan program is dedicated to financing the needs of small beginning farmers, niche and non-traditional farm operations. They needed the money to help pay for a tractor accident the previous summer, on top of other costs. But on November 17th, Liberation Farm was notified they were denied the loan. So, uh, you know, my my wife and I was also, you know, partnering with Liberation Farm uh, with 50-50 in our partnership. You know, we both just felt like you know, like exasperated, they've messed with our emotions, you know, quite a bit. And it made made us feel like we wouldn't be able to do anything. So, and, and just knowing that this has just been, you know, you know, historic, you know, situation, it's, um, it's very jarring. Uh, and it, it's, it really makes you call the entire system in, you know, into question. Adewale and Weeb are not alone in their experience. According to USDA data, from 2018 to 2023, the national rejection average for farm service agency loans, which is an agency of the USDA, was 8%. But for Black farmers, it was 35%. In New York State, the rejection rate was 23% for white farmers, compared to 66% for Black farmers. 
The USDA has a long and documented history of discrimination towards Black farmers, denying them access to loans, grants, and other forms of assistance, which has contributed to a significant decline in Black-owned farms. In 1920, there were nearly one million Black farmers nationwide. Today, there are around 40,000. It's, it's important to, to point out for, you know, anyone who, you know, says this is that farmers generally will go to the USDA for FSA loan mm -hmm. um, because it's not a traditional financial institution. And so where that'd be more stringent, you know, harder, you know, for you to get the funds that you need. And of course, you know, if you're in agriculture, you kind of need, you know, those resources for different equipment, you know, food costs, because food has to grow. You know, even if folks are engaged through livestock, it has to grow. So you have to get that, you know, that funding in early. As a farm season can be so uncertain, access to resources and grants like the FSA loans are crucial to farms staying afloat. Without them, one bad season or accident can take a huge financial toll. If they, we don't have the food, you know, as, as, as farmers, then they have to get it, you know, somewhere else. And yeah. so I think the system then depends on that. And then that becomes the same cycle. So anytime there's a breakup or a, a, a mix up, you know, down there where somebody is, you know, entrepreneur down um, in, and they don't hire that many people. And now their business has the, you know, tank. That food, you know, is then going to just go to start going to a pantry, go on to the supermarket, you know, again. And so it doesn't become dependable. So now on black farmers, we can't be dependent upon, you know, by a supermarket. You see, we can't be dependent on uh, by a supermarket right. because we're not going to get the resources. Most of, almost 100 percent of the resources go to livestock, go to uh, white farmers who do livestock. Not wanting to give up, Liberation Farm took their case to the National Court of Appeals. On February 7th, their case was approved for a trial. They hope not only to win the appeal, but that the case will raise awareness and eventually lead to a more equitable future for other Black farmers. We want publicity, you know, on this particular issue. More publicity on the issue, but we want to make it usable data. So, and when I say usable data, I mean that folks first get educated and then they actually make steps to make these particular changes. And so some of these changes could be, you know, uh, really affecting policy. We talk yeah. to our legislators, you know, uh, from the local level up to, you know, to ground level as well. Uh, communicate with um, USDA, join some of these committees, you know, and, and, and have a mindset that, you know, we want to at least be more equitable with the, the distribution of, you know, resources. So that's what we're, we're trying to do. So it's not just for liberation, you know, liberation farm. Uh, but, you know, for us in the short run, we want to be able to pay our bills. We want to be able to pay our bills. Uh, we want to see, you know, that that it's, it's more fair assessment that that's happening. Race kind of keeps you down, but people think that you want to be there. That's the problem. People think that you want to discuss race like you have to. Um, I, I feel like my main issue should be like everyone's main issue, which should be focused on climate change. Right now, I'd rather be, you know, discussing climate change, uh, not race. I'd rather be focusing on bees, increasing the bees, but not being a beekeeper, just having more flowers out there, just having more ways to, you know, to grow um, the bee population 
and lead the bee population alone. Um, uh, being able to, you know, just kind of learn more, you know, I feel like I don't know enough. Uh, so I want to learn more, you know, about more, you know, fungi. I want to learn more, you know, about uh, horticulture. I want to learn more about these, you know, different elements, you know, what particular plant. I want to go forage and know what to eat and what not to eat. You know, I want to find that, you know, on on the land. I want to focus on, you know, you know, cultural, you know, issues. I feel like I can't I can't focus on cultural issues if the political issues keep rearing its head. I would rather focus on, you know, social, you know, bonding, you know, within my community. Would love to, you know, address some of these issues, be able to heal discuss um, the pain, you know, that we have generational, you know, issues that are happening, you know, there. But in a cultural, in a cultural set, setting, in a black cultural, you know, setting, you know, discussing some of those things and learn more about other cultures and find out about other cultures and see where the similarities are. Along with winning the appeal, Adewale hopes this year Liberation Farm can continue to provide nutritious food and act as a place of gathering and education for the black community. You know, we would love for folks, you know, to to support, you know, black farmers, you know, um, you know, produce. We, you know, we do a, a long, you know, list of produce, you know, touch our herbs, our, you know, our tomatoes, you know, we grow beets, you know, we do that because we want to, you know, bring down heart disease. Uh, it levels are up. Hypertension. I've had, I was diagnosed with hypertension when I was 15 years old. And, and so just learning, you know, uh, about how to do that, what particular foods yeah, we, we can use. Uh, is important and it and it and it's key. You know, more greens. So we do. You know, we do kale. We do uh, collard greens. You know, red lettuce. You know, it's a number of uh, you know foods that you know we're looking to grow um this year, including watermelon as well. Talk about the history. So we also, I mean, I think this cultural value and educating folks about the food. You know, why food you know exists. There's a reason why tomatoes. You know, uh, was you know first food to be you know GMO. So just giving folks that particular education, you know, is, is important. Why is, you know, why corn is the number one, you know, produced food, you know, in the U.S. Everything has, there's a context, there's information, you know, um, and, and this is not to attack any of the, you know, the farmers, but it just shows that who's actually benefiting, mm-hmm. you know, who's benefiting from, from the resources and who, who's not benefiting from the resources. Even as a downhill, we don't have any businesses in the black community that's going down where we're still making, you know, lots of money. Mm-hmm. It's just not a thing. No one does that. That was Omawale Adewale, the co-owner of Liberation Farm. In Liberty, I'm Marin Scotton for Radio Catskill.